1: SEN's ball-by-ball coverage of the second test between India and Australia starts 2.30pm tomorrow and it's live from Delhi. Jared Waitley is over there. Adam Collins, Ravi Shastri, Baratson Dresen, Harsha Bogle, Pete Lawler and our special guest, uh, a man who played 38 tests for Australia, one of the superstars of days gone by, turned magnificent. Commentator Michael Kasperitz joins me in Delhi. Welcome to you, Michael. Great to have you on.
0: Good morning. Namaste. Duane. I'm just, uh, that's uh, Indian or uh, Hindi for, um, yeah, g'day, mate.
1: I like it. I didn't realise mate was part of their vocab, but I like it. Um, and uh, oh, will we yeah. be friendly? Will we be friendly uh, or will we be a bit more aggressive, Alan Border style, do you think, in this second test?
0: <laughs> I think the Australians, I'll um, come out and, yeah, they'll have the experience, obviously, of that, um, of that horrible loss. Yeah, uh, you'll you'll find there'll be a little bit of a little bit more venom, I suppose in the way they do it, but I don't think it's going to be anything drastic. It doesn't need to be. It's all about execution on the field. So, what will our
1: 11 be, Michael? You've uh, been out there yesterday and had a look. I think uh, you, you and the team
0: spoke to Mitch Stark. Do you know what the 11 should be and what it might be? Um two different things. I think <laughs> what yep. you'd love to do is have everyone fit. Um so with Kevin Green, I th- I really think that's going to be the key. If he's fit, they decide to play him. Would mean that they could have him as the second fast bowler. Unfortunately, then Scott Boland would probably come out. Um, But with Cameron Green and um, Paddy Cummins um, being the two fast bowlers, enables them to have a third spinner. And I think they'd go for the left arm spinner. I'm thinking I'm leaning more towards Matthew Kooneman because he's just arrived. Um, rather than Ashton who, of course, can add plenty with the bat as well, which we certainly needed in that first test. But the other side of it too, Dwayne, is I wouldn't be surprised if Cameron Green's not fit, um, if Mitchell Stark isn't fit, they don't want to sort of try that out, that they'll go in with an unchanged side. That won't surprise me one bit. So how is the dropping of Travis Head
1: going to affect whether they pick him again? Does that constrain them a little bit now?
0: Yeah, it does, yeah, it definitely does. Um, which was, yeah, it was sort of it was weird in a way. I know that Matt Renshaw is actually regarded as being a really good player of spin. He sweeps well, he does that in shield cricket. Um, they've got obviously they want him back in the side. Looking to the future, I guess. Um he's been opening and, and batting really well, having doing that for Queensland this year, but you know, in the past he's opened for Australia. So maybe, maybe with a with a David Warner. Down the track or somewhere down there anyway, they wanted to get Matthew Renshaw back in the side. But the the Travis Head scenario is really interesting because they keep talking about the fact his record over in Asia, they spread it out across Sri Lanka as well, isn't particularly great in the past. But you're talking about a guy who's, I think he's ranked number four in the ICC batting rankings at the moment. But what we've seen in Travis Head is him adapting and adjusting. The way that he's been playing the last two years for Australia. Granted, it's been on Australian soil. He, he's really surprised and changed his game. And in many ways, I, I think I'd like to believe that he could do the same thing on these on these pitches. So can they just admit they are wrong? They shouldn't have
1: dropped him and put him straight back in?
0: No, no one... Did. You never heard a selector say they picked the wrong team. Um, but which is why I think they... they you no, know, the team wasn't wrong. Um... You know, I think the other side of it too is India played exceptionally well um, on the conditions they know, and it takes a little bit of time to to understand and your game plan to suit these conditions. So that's going kind to of, that's the challenge to the Australian team. It's a challenge to any team coming playing away from home. Um, would it have fixed it if they had some practice games previous before this Test match? Oh, maybe uh, being exposed to the conditions. But that's the thing these days. All the players have been over here. Kind of many times, not just um, with the Australian team, previous tours for, for a few of them. Uh, they come over also, the few of them in the IPL, but mainly the Australian team sends over, and, and they did this last year. They sent a group of young players to come over here to the MRF Cricket Academy, uh, express conditions of play here. Two of those players, um, one was Matthew Kuhn. the other one um, did all right that first test in Young Murphy. Mm. Yeah, well, if not for Murphy, they'd still be batting now.
1: India, they'd be uh, they'd be seven for four thousand yeah. <laughs> two hundred. The, uh, the 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 situation we're in with with the pitch in Delhi now. Did we jump at a shadow with the pitch in the first test? And how's the pitch in Delhi looking to play? Um, the, t-
0: the pitch right here is um, it's your typical. Uh, pitch in India as much as the attention around photographs of a pitch you know two or three days out looking so different and there's and even the term you know pitch fixing or doctoring or you know cheating all that sort of stuff it's it's kind of ridiculous um it's the different wickets the way they're prepared and sure they're always going to be bare on the ends for the spinners um and even this pitch is going to be different the different soil actually from what we had in, in Nagpur. Um, you'll find this one gets a little bit more chunky with a darker sort of soil. So when, you know, it gets older and you get the foot traffic on it, there's little chunks will come out rather than being the dusty side of things, which would and ultimately would have been awesome to have. Uh, will be awesome to have Mitchell Stark coming in, and I think what he'd be fantastic for only because he's a you know attacking swings the ball you know 140 150 k an hour is something we really really be. To, to him on, um, because of him bowling uh, over the wicket, um, and being left arm it created for our right arm off spinners to hit, in Murphy and Lyon, of course, bowling to the uh, the Indian batsmen. So, yeah, so it will all be revealed, of course, when um, you know, when they pick the team and wickets, but they give it, I always give it right up to the last, you know, right up to the toss to decide. Um, from players, and there's lots of things going on, but I like your term. You, you know, you see, you, in many ways, they go in chasing you end up chasing your tail if you keep swapping and changing your team all the time. Um, so that's why I think they'll it won't surprise me at all if it's exactly the same team. Um, but I'm just I'm actually expecting them to play a whole lot better.
1: So let's presume they do play a whole lot better. How will we win this test? How we're in theory, we're the best test nation in the world. So, if we win the second test, how will that happen?
0: Well, winning the toss helped the last one. Um, that's the only thing we won. <laughs> won the toss mm. and, and electing to bat. And you bat first and you bat big, as we used to say. And by that, I mean that um, you know, do only really want to bat once. And if you go and score 400 runs, um, you don't, yeah, because you're not batting last on this wicket. You just want to get that big lead. 177 was not nearly enough. 250 could have made life a little bit more interesting if we had scored that. But I think that's the key with our opening batsman in Warner and Kawaja. Being two for two um, wasn't ideal. And that was the thing. We had that great Labashain and Smith got together, as they so often do, and had a, a wonderful partnership. But that's the, that's the key. If we can get 350 um, on the wicket when it's going to be at its best to bat on, by winning that toss, it's going to be the key.
1: And one last theoretical question, Michael. I'm trying to work out in my mind, is there less mm. draws in test cricket than ever before because the pitchers are prepared for results and we don't want five-day ball fests? Or has T20 changed the mindset of a lot of test cricketers so we don't have the patient guys who just want to bat for three days like we once did have, even if they bored us to death? Why do... Why do we have less draws and why do we have so many situations where we're not getting guys staying at the crease for two days?
0: <laughs> I think you're spot on. That's exactly the reason why, because of 2020 cricket and the same way that 50 over cricket um, sped up test cricket in the day. That Now we're seeing um, you know, teams in, in the way that 2020 cricket has actually made... 50-over cricket more exciting because teams are chasing down 350. They're scoring nearly 400 runs now in a 50-over game, which back in the day, um, you know, 240 was a winning score. And the same with Test cricket. we got got, um, you know, if you had a, a good day and scored oh, your 90 overs, 270, you know, three runs and over, you know, limited, you know, th- five, six wickets. That's a great day in Test cricket years ago. Teams are scoring at four runs and over now easy. And... Yeah, you know, if you're not scoring at three hundred plus three fifties, almost, um, it's sort of you know, and the the way the players, the skills of the players today is what is the reason why we're we're they're scoring so many more runs. But with that comes risk. So you um, so you got um, you don't have the, the traditional block artists as we used to call it as, as kids mm-hmm. out there just um, just you know occupying the crease. So you end up. It ends up being quite a, you know, it's attacking cricket and, and even the expectation from the batsmen, we've got to be keep scoring here, um, you know, it makes test cricket more exciting, which means that if the batsmen are playing shots, the bowlers are getting wickets um, and then the spectators and media um, uh, personnel are actually getting um, a day's off at the test. So they're not always going to day five.
1: No, they're not. Uh, Hey, Michael, great to have you on. Is it fun being back in India? You've been there a few times, and how's it evolved for you? Do you still love the craziness, especially the the craziness of Delhi?
0: I absolutely love it, yeah, Dwayne. um, Look, I've been coming here since, well, 25 years now, so 98 was the first cricket tour, but I've had different roles. Um, I was on the Australian – for the Australian Government, um, the Australia india Council, which was a DFAT-appointed board. There was – Oh, five years of involvement there and like over the years, I've been coming to India oh, previously a couple of times a year. I love it. It's, it's, it's the energy, um, the optimism um, in the people here. Um, it's chaos, absolutely. And it's, and as i said to everyone, to all the people who've come for the first time, I'll just point out to them, it's actually impossible to accurately describe this place when you go home. Even a video or from your phone won't, won't do it justice. You got to come here see it, um, and the best time to do that, I really truly believe, is while the Australian cricket team are playing cricket mm-hmm. here, because um, not not just being an Australian, just not they're more friendly. They're always friendly. It just makes um, the whole place just you see a different touch of it too with everyone fanatical about the game of cricket. Um, but yeah, it's, that's what I love it. Love it. I love this place. Um, it's the funniest place you ever go to as well. In what way? In what way? Oh, just the just the everyday stuff. Um, some stuff you read and see, and um, oh, the different circumstances. Like it's plenty of. <laughs> it can. I've even speaking to a couple last night from Adelaide. Um, they're not even here for the cricket. They're just here on a traveling around and. And, um, yeah, there was interesting. They, oh, they've come here and, um, yeah, you know, it's, they said, oh, look, there's so many, you know, we get a little bit frustrated with this and this doesn't work. And I said, that's all part of There's, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not Australia, that's why. It's not home, um, it's different. And in many ways, that's what the Australian cricket team are finding out, you know, and maybe some press that you turn up and you're, you're expecting, yeah cricket wickets like we produce at home or you know all the different you know the foods and that's the other side of things too um it's all so different but that's all part of it and that's that's why i say. that's the fun element here is um is just the the way that everything everything works not the same way that it works at home but it, <laughs> it ends up working casper great to have you on really
1: appreciate you joining us uh
0: michael casper
1: is joining us